0: Welcome to Mobile Armor Radio, the podcast for all things Mecha. Jump ship, incoming!
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of Mobile Armor Radio, episode twenty-four. Wow, second second year done, right? Second year done. Yeah, that's that's oh, two laps. Holy jeez! <laughs> holy cats! Time flies. We gotta
0: retire soon. We gotta get some sponsors going here,
1: guys. (laughs) I guess so. Well, I'm, I'm one of your hosts, Brian. I'm
0: Chopper. And I'm Rob.
1: And, uh, so we're, we're, got a pretty exciting, uh, episode for you today. As, we've all been very busy. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Is our third episode during the pandemic,
0: during the lockdown?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Pandemic. I think it'd be a little more uh, productive, but Jesus.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, so this time even I didn't do anything.
1: <laughs> well, before we get ahead of ourselves, let's let's head on over to the dropship and, and get the official word.
0: Hello, dropship landing.
1: All right, so, uh, welcome to the dropship. This is the section of the show where we talk about what we've been working on. Um. And so, in, in terms of, like, hobby and uh, modeling and whatnot, so I'll throw it over to Rob. What have you been able to work on?
0: Actually, I, uh, this stuff, I have, I have stuff to talk about, because I did do uh, a long time, it was last summer, actually, I went to a, a uh, comic book convention, and somebody was selling the, a old uh, metal set of Battletech miniatures. The Clan Median set, so I had that, and I painted them up like Clan Ghost Bear, so I just finished those guys. Blue and lighter blue nice. color scheme. And I also, somewhere along the line, picked up the original uh, PlazTech, uh like, really old school, original plastic Battletech miniatures. And I was like, well, I'll make them a uh, some downbeaten uh, uh, merc group. So I uh, randomly went through all the mercs, and I made them Ajax's Avengers... Which, after doing them, I'm like, oh, they're the Cleveland Browns colors. It's uh, orange, brown, and white. <laughs> <laughs> so whoever made Ajax's Avengers was a Cleveland Brown fan. But uh, yeah. So I did those ones like that. Actually, one of them, uh, uh, for my Phoenix Hawk, one of his missile packs was missing. And I actually uh, used the other one and uh, molded up another of his backpacks and was able to do that. I have a 3D printer now. Now I would just 3D print it, but back then I just molded a new one, and it turned out really good, so now he's got two backpacks, two thrusters on his back like he should. So I did that. So I got those sets of those guys. It's uh the Ajax's Avengers is one and a half uh lances. I thought it'd be it'd be kinda cool to make them. Maybe I'll do some tanks or something, so it'll be a mixed lance. And unfortunately I don't know why they do this, but for the clans, they always sell them in fours, even though Clans always in stars or fives, so there's only four in my ghost bears, So I got to find another clan that's mech for them.
1: That's how they get you, just like hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I'm uh,
2: gonna make some kind of clan snide remark, but that hot thing it.
0: Yeah, so I'd have to. Put, I'd have to buy five sets to make six six groups. Right? Is that the way it works? Uh, yeah.
2: Another 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 reason they hate the clans. <laughs>
0: Merchandising. Uh,
1: Merchandising.
0: Merchandise. Uh, since last time, I think I didn't talk about it. I 3D printed a Marauder. I did before. I did the the uh, Battle Cat or the Battle Cat, the uh, Mad Cat. But now I did a Marauder. Also, he's he turned out pretty cool. I think. Uh, well, I'm sure uh, Pat will talk about that too. And now I'm currently printing a Ed 209. that our our uh, friend Beetle sent me a files to and it's huge. Oh. I didn't realize this when I started printing this from uh, RoboCop. He is gigantic. He's going to be the biggest thing I've ever printed. Each you, uh, field, 1 to 1 uh,
2: scale? <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's got to be I, I think he's 1/6 scale, I would think. And at i is quite big, so he's it's going to mm-hmm. be huge. I, each foot it pretty much fills up my uh, Ender 3, so each leg Wow. Yeah, does the print each leg. Uh, each leg is 21 hours. His body was about 20 hours, and then his other accoutrements are about 10 hours each. So, And two of those. So altogether, it would be about a week of printing to print this guy a like his ketchup and his mustard? <laughs> Not <laughs> condiments. <laughs> uh, other than that, yeah, I think...
1: You like that I one? just that imagine <laughs> him like, halt, identify yourself. Do you want uh, ketchup or mustard?
0: Just squirt him <laughs> up the guns.
1: Well it kinda was like ketchup I guess when you think about yeah,
0: it. Yeah, it probably was ketchup they used for me.
1: <laughs> anyway, sorry.
0: Uh yeah, so that's that pretty much been playing with my 3D printer. Other than that, I don't think I've done anything else that's mech related. I've painted up some other stuff, but mech stuff not so much. But uh yeah, it's been three D printer a thon in my that's been my hobby lately, so
1: I'll have to do an episode about three D printing and stuff.
0: Yeah, there's definitely a lot going on. It's it's the wave of the future. <laughs> <laughs> the All right,
2: well, Pat, how about you? What have you been working on? Uh, honestly, not too much again. Either myself, I've been very, very busy at work. Uh, been picking up a lot of overtime because mm. uh, the wife is not working. So, ah. in these times, so mm, just picking up of uh, extra so we can still live the way we live. We're not by any means struggling. Uh, That's not good to hear. Anyone, not to put anyone at ease, like, oh my god, is he starving?
0: I'm far <laughs> from starving. Yes, he's starving. Send him money. <laughs> you know, far from starving.
2: Uh, but then, and so, the stuff that I have done, worked on, has not been mech either, so it's not, you know, we can't even really talk about it. And uh, the, the, the,
0: what? I was gonna say, you printed that Marauder, though.
2: No. Oh yeah, I did print the Marauder, and then, uh, thanks to Rob for your sending me the files, and uh, it turned out really good except for I broke the leg and the gun off trying to get all the supports off. But then you know the good thing about three D printing is it moves right back together. Yeah. Uh, so I haven't gotten around to painting it yet. Uh but that'll be on the list, uh, it'll be in the whole airbrush thing, and maybe I might even do step by step airbrushing. Nice. Slash you know. That'd be cool. And not by by far the the best painter in the world, but you're, uh, you're pretty good, nice, man. <laughs> I show a nice little tip for people to get started. Absolutely. Uh, I printed, so, the Marauder mech-wise, uh, not really mech-related, but uh, just kinda in in sync with your Ed 209. Is it 209 or 309? It's Ed 209. 209, yeah. 209. I don't know why I had 309 stuck in my head. Uh, but I did print the ginormous Battlestar Galactica, which took almost as long as, uh,
0: Rob's Ed 209. Yeah, that thing's huge. That's like, it's, what, three feet long? How long is that thing? It's about about two and a half feet long.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah, close to three. I mean, it's ginormous. Uh, Like, just the front half, the front section itself came in two pieces, and the engine section is in two pieces. (laughs) And the landing bays are also in two pieces, so uh, doesn't do a lot of epoxying and stuff like that. There are some holes, and I'm going to green stuff it all up. Uh, but I'm even gonna be painting that up too, uh, hobby-wise again, didn't do anything mech related other than the modern. So okay. yeah, that's, that's it for me. I, almost nothing.
0: <laughs> Brian, please tell us you've done a
1: lot. Well, <laughs> it's been a, it's been a busy, busy month as well. Uh, but, uh, and I think I spoke a bit about my Titans project, uh, last time. But, uh, if I recall, there was a couple of things I just had to, to finish up. Um, I think, like, the the leaders of the Maison Labs, I've, I've now painted up a, a Ohm and a Jared, um, for the the Titans team there. Um, and then finally taken, like, a bunch of pictures of it, um, which was a lot of fun. Uh, the, the other thing I, I kind of did, um... On, on the painting side of things, I think I might have touched on it as well, is I was painting up a lot of these things for a game called Star Saga, and, uh, where the players are kind of these mercenaries, and I went with a Star Wars theme for my main mercenary band. And so I painted up like a Jin Erso, and I got a BB-8 rolling around, and, uh, I painted up, uh, one of the guys who's, who's a Forge father is kind of like a space dwarf. Um, he looked a lot like Rex, uh, from Star Wars Rebels. And so I painted him up and gave him a little helmet. It was, it was a really fun kind of creative, uh, project that I really enjoyed. I've got a Boba Fett as the, the devil, uh, for the character in Star Saga. And then, um, and then the, the last one I finished on was, uh, I did a, a well. I did a Shakti tea for um, one of the other characters who's who's got yeah, like mystical spells and stuff. And then I did a mall for uh, one of the characters named Wrath. Nice. So I, I that was kind of my my big kind of painting project. Um, I had a lot of fun doing it. I have all sorts of crazy ideas now of painting up a team. That's clone wars related. Mm-hmm. Uh, where it's like Forge Fathers will be clone troopers and Forcers will be um I think I was gonna do them as Death Watch, the, the Mandalorian uh forces in the show. So it's it's been a really fun kind of creative uh endeavor um and and plans for future projects. Of course now I'm just working on painting all the scenery so I have a full complete star saga game. Nice. Uh, that looks nice. That's kind of been the other thing. Unfortunately, I haven't broken out my Escaflonet kit yet. Uh, it's still kind of s- sitting there waiting in the wings. But on, on a, a strange tangent, so I, I'll, I'll preface this by saying I really have never gone dumpster diving before.
0: <laughs> Just to make sure that people realize I'm not that kind I, of person. I, I want to
1: preface this. <laughs> Literally, like... The other day, like two days ago, outside by my apartment complex, someone's been throwing out couches, and which is now against the rules. But like, gently set on top of one of these couches was in a bag was the Lego kit for the Saturn V rocket.
0: Oh, that's awesome!
1: It's like a two hundred and fifty dollar kit.
0: Was it complete?
1: It looks complete. You know, it, just, it wasn't in a I think box. Think they just or set it
2: there and forgot to pick it up.
1: I know. I think someone was throwing this thing away. It's probably some mother
0: was just like, oh, "This kid's never going to build this," and then you're like,
1: "Yoink!" And and I have such an amazing fiance. She let me go grab it <laughs> and bring it in. I'm I don't know if I'm going to keep it myself. It, it's you know, I'm going to give it away for Christmas. I might give it away to somebody or. Or uh, Pat's like, I, you know, I like that. <laughs> 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 but uh, I, I, I was just struck. I'm like, man, this thing is is you know not only is it a, a piece of history, it's a really expensive kit, and someone's just throwing it out. It like, someone's going to
0: want this. I'm sure. it's um, uh, Whoever threw it out didn't realize how much that thing's worth.
1: Must be. But I mean, it was it was like it wasn't destroyed or anything. It actually was like most of the tube is put together. This thing sits almost two feet tall. Um and oh, someone uh, it yeah someone put it together uh, and it come came with the bat or uh, the booklet with all the instructions on how to assemble it some of the other uh, pieces for like the lander and, and whatnot that go on the inside you know there's there's some pieces that are not assembled, but I think I've got the pieces in this bag so I'm just like, man come on <laughs> so yeah I, I Kind of tangentially, in the same way Battlestar is, but this is like a real engineering marvel of, of the you know Apollo rocket program, uh, a Saturn V rocket. So, yeah, that was kind of my dropship. <laughs> That's awesome. Even though I I won't take credit for assembling the thing, <laughs> but, but like I said, it's it's it was really cool in a weird way.
0: Some kid right now is crying because his mom threw out his stuff.
1: I guess so. (laughs) Um, I didn't see anyone dive into it, into the dumpster. I can kind of see it from my apartment, so I was, like, keeping an eye. (laughs) It's like no one's running around screaming or anything. You'd be like, I got it, I got it, I got it. (laughs) Yeah, I would would give it back in a heartbeat if it belonged to somebody that they still wanted it. But, like, I can't just watch this thing get thrown out um, into the garbage. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, if nothing else, I'll re-home it so it finds <laughs> its way to somebody that'll appreciate it. That's neat. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that, that about wraps up the dropship. I'm, like I said, I've probably got, uh, a few more Star Saga, uh, and, and, you know, uh, Mantic projects in the works. But, uh, you know, if I, if I feel that, uh, that that bug, I'll see you about breaking out that Escaflone kit next time. Start putting that baby together. I would definitely love to see that thing mm-hmm. together. For sure. Well, with that, uh, I think we're going to head on over to the Comstar section of the show. Message from Comstar. Uh, all right, welcome to Comstar. So this is the section of the show where we talk about TVs, movies, uh, books, comics, video games, like, everything and anything that falls under the Mecca spectrum that we are either enjoying or, or engrossed in or, uh, you know, casually watching. So uh, I'm going to throw it over to Pat this time to start us um, off.
2: I think not too much as far as the reading there, but I have been, I uh, uh, mean, this is long overdue for me and Rob, and I've been finishing up the Oh, for God's sakes. So is it the primacy? No, primacy? Primacy, yep.
0: Primacy. Yeah, it is
2: Primacy. Comic books are from the Transformers that we've been doing. Uh, I was able to get a new tablet. Uh, so... <coughs> oh, excuse me. Corona. Yeah. <laughs> I've been... Uh, so I got new tablets. I've been uh, able to read the, the, uh, the digital comic books that I got a little easier than I'm... My desktop, and I can read it while I'm in bed.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, That's for sure. You plus. need, yeah, you need a tablet to read comic books on, like, uh, digital.
2: Yeah, so, uh, uh, that book is fairly long, so I've been kind of tapping it out when uh, my tablet doesn't smash me in the face when I fall asleep.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I've had that happen. I, I can't deny it. Yeah,
1: yeah, same.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm waiting,
2: I'm debating whether I'm not getting the digital third book from that Ashley uh, Mad Dog series that I've been reading. I finished one and two a while ago. We talked about that last episode, but now I'm debating whether or not just to get the book, the third book, or do a digital version. I mean, I, oh yeah, I'm still old. I'm still old school. I prefer to have the, the paper in hand.
0: Uh, but I also have this new tablet now, and I should probably use it. <laughs> all right, I'm all digital now. I don't. Uh, I don't. I have a Kindle and I have a tablet, so I never use yeah, I mean, real books.
2: I want to finish up the series, and then I do want to read uh our good friend Bear Ross's books after that too. So, um, for sure. But most of my time has been preoccupied with taking of uh, you know, with
0: the, the Primus
2: Transformer AEW.
0: Yeah, Primacy. Uh, so, yeah. Hopefully, we'll get uh, another Mobile Armor Radio reads out of it. It's been about a year since we did it last, but it just it's been everything yeah. keeps happening. So.
2: Yeah. yeah, and then uh, another thing I've been doing is been still grasping my Battletech books. uh Now I've moved on into the mercenary books, and now I kind of want to paint up a mercenary lance.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: They're so, fun. Uh, so, I mean, look forward to that. I mean, I, I got a lot of things. I, you know, I, I always have a lot of grandiose ideas. Life gets in the way. I need to be retired. So, uh,
0: yeah, don't we all? So, well, I, I sort of am retired right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: so, but that's that's all I got and I've not a whole lot again.
0: Okay. Well, How about you, Rob? Uh I'll continue on with that Bear Ross. I'm on book 2. Uh he just put the oh, the audiobook of it, but I'm reading the Kindle version. So I'm, about, mm. I'd say about a quarter of the way through, pretty fun. This one's uh a lot more adventurous, a lot more going out into the world, and it's really fun. Uh the first book was great, and I read the whole thing, and it was. Uh, at first, you think the main character is really annoying, but you realize she is annoying, but that's as who she is, and you you uh, <laughs> you kind of come to appreciate everyone else around her at least. And uh, yeah, it's really good, really, really good. Like the world building is is amazing, and I I definitely want a tabletop game based in this world, either the combat or the other stuff. Just the 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 way he uh, describes all the char- like all the mechs and all the other monsters and stuff. I'd love to see miniatures of it all. So, hopefully, mm. he's a he's a three D printer guy too. So, hopefully, maybe he's, he's working on that kind of stuff. So, I would like to. That'd be sweet. Yeah. than uh, that I finished uh, Clone Wars on Disney Plus, and that the last I think it's three or four episodes was like one long movie, and it was amazing. Yeah. It's the best it Star Wars great. movie ever. Like, it was great. I, I, there might be mechs in it, I'm sure there is. I think there is, actually. I think there's some walkers in it, so, uh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's so good. And, it's, uh, if, if, if you're gonna watch any Clone Wars, well, I, you kinda have to watch the whole thing to get really the emotional impact at the end, but.
2: Yeah, you definitely. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I'm sure there's a watch order where you, you only watch the ones that are important. Cause there is a lot of filler Clone Wars episodes, for sure, over the whole series. So, I'm sure there is, yeah. if you look online.
2: Man up and watch it. Yeah,
0: I, I would say it's it's the best Star Wars that there is currently. Like ever since Empire, I, I, I put it above even Ewoks. So uh.
1: it's, it's and it's definitely one of those that you really could put in the background if you if you had something else you're working on, you can kind of have it. And because I mean the the episodes they're short, is, they're short. They they are kind of designed for for kids as well. Uh, so at the beginning, uh, for, I don't think by the end they are. It gets it gets pretty mature. Yeah, uh, not not in a uh, you know overly violent or anything. Like I don't know. That. There's I mean, some in a,
0: in a, <laughs> there's some violent stuff. Too. There's
1: some pretty violent moments. I have to
0: say, is Darth uh, Maul throwing things through uh, clone troopers is uh, pretty violent.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's. I mean, well, it's Star Wars, of course. There's dismemberment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, that's been there since day one. That's true. Uh, but. um But no, I, I think, uh, like the, it gets like storytelling and character arcs and, and, you know, very, very in-depth series, um, when it really hits its stride. Yeah. Um, so it it is, I, I also watch that. I agree with you, Rob, where you, you do kind of have to watch majority of, of the Clone Wars TV show. Yeah. I would say to get the full impact, the emotional
0: impact. Yeah, the you, emotional you impact. You, you get the story, but yeah, to understand the relationships between all these people and when things happen, you're like, it's heartbreaking. And yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so so good. But watch that, and then watch Rebels. And I would watch yeah. it all of Clone Wars, then Rebels, because Rebels kind of ruins a bit for Clone Wars because they did a murder order. And I would definitely yeah. watch Clone Wars then Rebels. So. And Rebel yeah. starts off really kiddy, and you're like, "Oh, this is stupid," but by the end, you're like, "Oh, this is amazing." So I would stick with yeah. that. Well, I, both of those shows, really. Yeah, I don't even remember. Like Clone Wars started in like 2004 or something like that. It's it's so old that I don't remember most of the early episodes. So
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd have to rewatch the yeah. old episodes again. Yeah. I think the the one car the cartoon movie that started that not not, not the um, Tarkovsky one, yeah, but like the the CG 3D animated ones. Uh, those started, I want to say, was it two years after, um, Attack of the Clones?
0: Yeah, it's like long time ago. Yeah.
1: Maybe, maybe 04, 05. Yeah. I should look it up. Um, but so. But
0: it's definitely worth it if anybody hasn't watched Clone Wars. You think, oh, I don't want to get into it. It's way better than the, the prequels. It's way, it, it actually redeems the prequels and it's way better than the sequels, so.
1: And if you like the Mandalorian TV show.
0: Yeah. Not,
1: not to make this the Star Wars podcast. Yeah. But, uh, if you like the Mandalorian show, uh, it's the same showrunner. Dave Filoni, uh, is, is one of the big driving forces of the Clone Wars, uh, TV show. And, uh, and we're, we're supposed to see some characters from Clone Wars showing up there. So. Yeah. And that's it, really exciting.
0: Yeah. It's like you have to watch that to understand who these people are, probably. So we'll see. I'm excited to yeah. but, uh, we'll see. I've also read more of the Transformers comics, more of the spotlights, and some of the side ones, and uh still fun. It's the IDW original uh, continuity we're reading through. They've rebooted it since then. And it's uh, really deep and pretty interesting. Trying to walk, read it in order, too, is you could it's, it's interesting to read it in order, knowing what's going to happen later for some of the stuff, so it's fun reading. And that was, uh, just once again recently on Humble Bundle, I believe, cheap. So just keep an eye out for that. I think it's on Comicsology, super cheap regularly. So if you want to get into the IDW comics, check those things out. Other than that, uh, uh, video games, I haven't played any mech video games. It's, well, Civ, but even that's, that's really, even then I haven't played that much Civ. I've been playing, uh, like a World War II card game. That's all I play now. So. <laughs> nice. Uh yeah. So in that I think that's it for me. No movies or T V shows. Mosquito is less when I watched, so that's it. Gotcha. What about you, Ryan?
1: Well uh I won't I won't dive any more into the the Clone Wars, uh but I think like <laughs> I said I did finish that series, uh which was also kind of a fun spark for that that uh, Star saga project that I had. Um but then uh I've actually been slowly my my making my way through uh labor
0: Oh I I I've been trying to uh, start that again too.
1: Yeah, I've um, I've got I got the nice uh, Blu-ray set yeah, they is... put out a couple months. Is it been a year? Yeah. <laughs> is I would. It uh, the
2: live-action one you're talking about. Or are you talking about the cartoon? It's got everything. Does not it?
1: This is still the anime. Is it I anime that
0: doesn't have the live-action ones in there?
1: I don't think it has no. the live-action. I thought it had everything. Yeah. Uh, it's got all of the animated stuff. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but. um... But yeah, so I've been making my way through the TV show uh, currently. I, I I think I I had finished the OVA series, uh, the the like first set. Which uh, Palavor is is a fascinating show because it it's got really cool mecha designs. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you like the um, the Jagans from uh, Gundam, like. Mm-hmm. I feel like the design was lifted right off of the the Ingrams, uh, though I, I have no good idea on the timeline. Yeah, of, that would have been very similar. First.
0: Yeah, because those are later in Gundam, but Patlabor is pretty Gundam, old. Yeah,
1: I think Jagan's first showed up in Count uh, Char's counterattack. Yeah,
0: so I it, it after, sure. yeah, I think that yeah. was after for sure. Yeah, I think that was after Patlabor though, especially the manga. Yeah. Who knows when the manga of, of that came out? Oh
1: yeah, but. uh it's, for those that are, are not familiar, basically it's it's like a cop's, you know, a TV, an anime about uh, police officers who have kind of a, a mecha unit, which sounds really awesome and epic. It's a buddy it's, cop show. It's, it's, it's a buddy cop show, <laughs> but it, it's, the, the fun twist is like how mundane. Yeah. Like that whole concept is where it's like, hey, there's some guys in, in, uh, mecha suits that work at, you know, uh, a construction yard. They're fighting over something. Go break them up. And it's like you go there and say, hey, stop fighting. And then we fill out paperwork. <laughs> 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 like, it, it's, it is that fascinating thing where within the world itself, like the mecha are really, you know, mundane and commonplace. Yeah, and, utilitarian
0: uh, and... Yeah.
1: Yeah, it, it, and yeah, exactly, and uh, so it's a fascinating show from that perspective. Really fun, creative mecha designs. Like it, it, it definitely has that that kind of flavor that you'd see out of like a Ghost in the Shell, mm-hmm. like a, a Shirmasa Mune kind of mecha uh, style. But uh it feels really eighties.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, uh, where you are now for sure. <laughs>
1: Yeah, especially in the TV show. Uh, I am looking forward to, uh, making my way through that completely. It's like 50 episodes long. Uh, and I think I might be coming up on halfway. And, um, actually I probably not. I think I'm still in the teens. Uh, but after that, like the, the set does include some of the anime movies that were made. Mm. And one of them is by Mamoru Oshii, uh, who directed the original Ghost in the Shell movie. And and you know very famous and and you know well well received and, and critically acclaimed director. Uh, if you if you've seen most anime movies, like at least one of them is probably going to be something he worked on. Uh, so I'm excited to see that. I think they've um, got some really cool concepts that come to life a lot better than they would necessarily in like the TV show. Um, so. Yeah, I think that that's kind of been the big thing um, that uh, I've been enjoying in kind of the the mecca area right now. I finished reading um, the Ancillary Justice book, I think I mentioned last uh, last time, where it was like the AI, uh, like multi-perspective concept of a, a book. Really weird and fascinating and fun. Uh, I've since shifted to fantasy for a little bit. Um, kind of taking a little breather from sci-fi before diving back into that, which I'm sure will happen soon. Um, but yeah, I think that that about covers a lot of the the mecha stuff that I've been consuming lately. Um, haven't been reading many many comics or or playing many video games related to it as of right now.
0: Yeah, comics right now are unless you're getting old stuff. There's nothing new coming out soon. I've actually heard, yeah. I think, I'm pretty sure the Robotech comic has been cancelled now at this point. I know that oh, they, has it? Well, a lot of these companies are in trouble, and I think that one, uh the writer got really sick with COVID, so... uh Oh,
1: jeez.
0: I think he recovered fine, but he, uh I don't think uh, they continue with the comic. It was so far behind, and there's... That's uh, why I heard...
2: Just, but, he's just not up to writing right now.
0: Yeah, so we'll have to see uh if that comes back. But we're waiting for everything, like, just slowly coming back. Transformers Comics too. it's been a long time, so... Mm-hmm. Yep, well, hopefully everything gets restarted here. We'll have to see.
1: Yeah, wish, wish you know, everybody the best in that respect. Uh, but with that, I think we can move on to the Mech Bay Hainer and kind of our big round top round table topic of the month.
0: Now entering the Mech Bay Hainer.
1: Okay, so welcome to the Mech Bay Hainer. And like I mentioned previously, this is kind of where we take a, a topic to discuss kind of around... Around the horn here, uh, you know, just, you know, whatever topic we, we decided to pick for the month. And, uh, today's topic we decided on, um, mecha game genres. Now, I was kind of focusing mostly on video games, but I'm, you know, if, if people have some, some ideas on, uh, other options and, and tabletop or, or what have you, that's also really cool. Uh, but basically what I'd like to kind of go through is, um, the the different genres that we really see Mecca show up in, and that we've really enjoyed seeing Mecca in, and so whether it be tabletop, RTS, you know, uh, real time strategy, turn based, uh, first person type games, RPGs, things like that. So, uh, kind of wanted to just kind of open it up to discuss some of our favorites uh, within those different genres, um, and kind of go from there. So. Uh, I'll, I'll throw it over to, I'm gonna, Rob, I think it's your turn, do you want to go first? Sure. Uh, well, the first mech game
0: I ever played, and probably really early on in any kind of mech thing involved, other than maybe Robotech, is, uh, was MechWarrior 2, and that was a first person, sort of sim game, it was, back then you were thinking, wow, this looks amazing, and now you look at it, it just blocks, like, and, it, yeah. and I was young, I was, I was probably uh, 14 probably when that came out, and it would be me, and my friend. One of us would drive, and the other one would shoot because it was like too complicated for us. Like back then, we're <laughs> playing on like a freaking Amiga or whatever it is, a Commodore 64, I think it was. And uh yeah, so it was, that was the very first thing I was introduced to. But I'm not a fan of first mission shooters personally. I I do have MechWarrior Five, and I've played it a few times, but I just I don't like the I don't like the hectic nature of it. So for me, for video games, for sure, I'm much more turn-based kind of guys. I don't like real-time strategy for the same reason. I don't like being mm-hmm. forced to be fast. I like to think out my things. And, uh, yeah. So games I actually play, like Battletech, is first, is RTS, I re- or turn-based, I mean, I really like that. But mm-hmm. I would love for an RPG, though, like a nice, like Final Fantasy and like Gundam or something. I would die for that, but it just doesn't <laughs> get made, right? Like, do you, anybody know of any, Mecha RPGs On video games wise Like obviously There's tons of Of pen and paper But
2: Yeah no I don't think I know So there's not even uh, A comparison Like if you went to Say Old school Eilid Beholder Or uh, Baldur's Gate Yeah even something Like that would be fun <laughs> Yeah uh,
1: As far as it, computer
2: it, games Are concerned I mean, I mean There is Mech Warrior, The tabletop
1: yeah. Well, the, especially one like, uh, like, me- we do often find mecha, like, in, in kind of that, that strategy, uh, era, or area where it is kind of like turn-based or real-time. Yeah. Um, in, in kind of more of a, a commander type, uh, uh, situation. So the, R- the RPG one was kind of the big challenge, uh, in my mind is like, okay, let's, let's find some, cause I'm sure they're out there.
0: Yeah, like even and, some of the later Final Fantasy, maybe there's, like, obviously you fight giant robots and stuff, but there's never one mm-hmm. that you get to control a giant robot.
1: So, that, that there, there's one that comes to mind, uh, where the, this is a uh, PlayStation 2 era,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, a game called Xenosaga, Saga. Uh, where the the a lot of the characters, um, some of them have it's it's pronounced eggs, but it's like agws. <laughs> um, but basically, like within combat, you can summon a giant mecha to be your your combat. Um, basically, they just hop into the pilot seat and take over, and and. Like from that, they can do like a whole bunch more damage and and all sorts of things. So like that was one that like struck me, um, as as an example of where it is for the most part kind of that traditional uh, JRPG where you got characters that run around, they fight, they level up, you know, random bat or semi-random battles, and um, and but it has that component where it's like, okay, my characters can now you know, hop into a Mecca and that's what our fight is gonna then take take place in. Uh I... that series gets strange. <laughs> uh the the first one is like Thus spoke Zarathustra. Like it's very Nietzsche. Uh a Japanese interpretation of Nietzsche.
2: Yeah. Who thus spoke. I thus spoke.
1: And and uh and I think Mary Magdalene is an android robot lady.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: it's weird. It gets crazy.
0: Well, those those translated uh, original like JRPGs, man. Some of those those translations. I don't know if it was a translation or just Japanese people are insane. But uh, <laughs> sometimes you're just like, what is going on? Like,
1: what is going on? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But that was that was one that um, that I always remembers is, is kind of fitting into that space. Uh, in a fun way, but uh, any any other ones? Uh, Pat, do you have any uh, in kind of different genres that you really enjoy? Um, uh, or even just kind of like, oh man, there's there's this one game that's kind of an odd duck that doesn't fit really well into any of these.
2: No, I've I been mean, always just been the straightforward. I mean, you know, I started. My first delve in the mech was the cartoon, the Gundam, and then mm-hmm. moved quickly into uh, BattleTech because of the box, mm-hmm. the box uh, with the cardboard stand. So I think I always just gravitate towards the the tabletop war games themselves, you know, mm-hmm. or mechs as far as it's concerned, you know, and that in itself leads to the models, and, you know. I, I do enjoy. The various cartoons and the movies and stuff, but, uh, if you were to go down my basement, you would probably see just a ton of mechs, yeah. models, unpainted computer minis, <laughs> various stages of painted plastic uh, minis for the various games that, you know, I, I attempt to play.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I did dabble a little bit with some computer games, you know, uh, like Rob said with MechWarrior, and I, and I don't hate the first person shooter MechWarrior. As a matter of fact, I, I quite enjoy them, that version, because, you know, you get to actually drive the Mech. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, so, uh, I even, you know, I was even part of a MechWarrior clan when, it was it mech Warrior. It wasn't MechWarrior 2, maybe it was MechWarrior
0: 3. Uh. When it went online eventually? Yeah. Yeah, it was three or four, somewhere in there, yeah.
2: So I was part of the Network a clan a clan on that on that uh multiplayer platform for the longest time. So I don't know if I have a favorite. I just I just like mechs. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean I I, I don't have a uh favorite way to play Zuna? Yeah, I don't have a I don't want the word. I'm trying to use uh, an aversion to first-person shooters or RTSs like uh, Rob does. I actually <laughs> like the RTSs and the first-person shooter mech games too, uh,
0: mm-hmm.
2: as far but, as that's but, concerned. And then you know, I I, have, I didn't play any RPGs though, as far like tabletop dice, no. dice for RPGs, or pack warrior. Uh, mm-hmm. Surprisingly enough, I never did. Uh, so you know, used to say never say never. I mean, Catalyst might did Catalyst bring that out again?
0: Yeah, they uh, well they did it twice. They did uh, a Time of War was the RPG, and now they're doing Destiny, which is the new one, which should be coming with the Kickstarter, I believe. I do have time We're just gonna scratch that right out. Right? I'm sure you can play not <laughs> like anything. You can play not in the Clan Era, like uh, yeah. yeah. What is the, What is it? 2035? That's the Magic or 2060? No, or is that- 2050 is when the Clans would be. Or 30-50,
2: 30-50. Yes.
0: Yeah, I know it's 30-something, so anything before that is golden. Um, yeah, there's other ones like, for RPGs, like there's Mecton, from, uh, uh, Artalosaurian, mm-hmm. I believe, Think that game. I've never played it, I have it, but I never played it. Old, uh, Palladium, the, uh, Robotech RPG, and there's a new one. Oh
2: yeah, I forgot about the old RPG, the Robotech RPG.
0: And we have the new one too, from, uh, is it, who does that one? I can't remember. Oh, Jesus. We have them, we just haven't played them. <laughs> yeah, we got them, we got them I have the old, I have a time of war and the original mech warrior too. I've, is it like, not WizKids,
1: but it's something like that, right?
0: WizKids owns, uh, the rights to it in Catalyst right, oh, and Catalyst makes it. I'm gonna
1: get out of this chair in my back.
0: Yeah, I have it right there, I just don't want to stand up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the new one's like Solar, is it Solar Flare? It's one of those, there's so many people who have the license to the Robotech now, it's, it's hard to remember <laughs> who actually runs, does the RPG. It's either Solar Flare or, uh, who's the other one?
1: It is funny how it's gone from, like, you know, one company had the rights to it, and it was so, like, restrictive and tight, and now it's just like, anyone can have it. You can have a license. So the well, version
2: that we got robbed just recently was strange, strange, games, or strange Machine
0: Games. Yeah, that's right, Strange Machine, that's right. That's the new one. Uh, yeah, well, Harmony Gold licensed, after Palladium's license was up, They were able to license out to all these other people, so now everybody is making a game for it, which is good. They shotgun a shell that they just started to shotgun everywhere. And so far, all of them are very good, like it's, it's like there was a, there was like a dam that burst and all these people had all these ideas for Robotech games that they're coming out. Mm Uh, uh, mech skirmish games, like, I guess technically, BattleTech can be a skirmish game, but they have that new Gundam game that's people have been working on too. Which is Gundam mm-hmm. in, at twenty-eight millimeter height? Oh yeah, you've
2: been posting pictures of that. I'm very intrigued
0: by that. Thing. Yeah, there's a there's a people working on it. They're trying to get the license for it and put it out, which would be very cool. I would be very excited that would be about
1: awesome. that. Uh, I remember yeah. taking pictures of that uh, and, and following that Facebook group.
0: Yeah, yeah, they've been around for sure. But yeah, RPGs on video game though. That's like an untapped resource. I, like even um even Shadowrun by the same by uh Harebrain who did the Battletech one is much more mm-hmm. of an RPG. Like I wish there was more like the Shadowrun games in the Battletech universe. That'd be really fun too. But, oh yeah. Yeah. That's
2: I guess you can call that Battletech game slightly RPG because you do have to follow a sort okay. of there's a storyline.
0: Yeah, but that's you could say the same thing about any the way you run any to even the tabletop game you could run it like an RPG sort of if you keep track of everything right not just one off battles, but it, but actual yeah I want actual like storyline RPG you know like old mm-hmm. school, but so alas not so much.
1: Yeah, it it is something where it, it does seem like that that genre has is. Probably mostly in that PlayStation 1 to 2 era. Um, it, it's really hard to, to find uh, things that, that have kind of taken that concept and ran with it. Um, I know one that comes to mind, I think I mentioned it a couple times on the show previously, uh, that's kind of close, it still kind of fits more into a, a turn-based um, strategy game, is uh, Front Mission 3. And the, the front mission series in general, Um, basically it's kind of like a Final Fantasy Tactics where it's it's grid based. Yeah. And you're moving, uh, guys around. It's, uh, that one's PlayStation 1 era. I still think it's actually a lot of fun. Um, but you, you go through, you know, a big kind of narrative campaign that I think there's two branching stories to it. Uh, and it branches pretty early on, uh, from what I remember. I've only ever completed one. Because uh, it, and I, I don't think I've even found a strategy guide online that walks mm-hmm. you through the second storyline. <laughs> uh, it's one of those I ones guess, that
0: throws you in the deep end and just you figure it out.
1: Yeah, it's it, it, it's something where it's like okay, you have to like complete. It, it's one of those where you like you have to complete a challenge quick enough. Mm. Um, I think you have to be on a second playthrough as well, but it's like you have to have this moment. And capitalize on it fast enough, and you can start down this other path, oh, know, yeah. which is which is pretty cool. But that one was, you know, it was, um, you know, kind of had those those JRPG kind of motifs to them. Would you uh, consider heavy gear
2: video games a, a video RPG?
0: I've never played them.
1: I have neither.
2: I only played the one on Playsta- PlayStation. Okay. Was it Heavy Gear Solid? Oh, I'm Heavy... Metal Gear. Metal Gear, you mean. What am I thinking
0: of? Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid? Metal Gear? I don't know. I don't remember. Heavy with Gear is sneak. the... uh Yeah. <laughs> heavy Gear is the other mech game. The other skirmish mech game. But Metal Gear... Yeah, with the, the... uh What's the name of that robot at the end? You have to fight. Metal Gear Rex. Yeah, that big giant thing. Yeah. Yeah, I am thinking of Metal Gear because it was Konami
2: and it was yeah. Star- it's
0: the- but you can never be the mech. You're always fighting him. <laughs> well, so aren't you in a mech? Not the ones I've ever played.
1: Not uh, not until not the fourth game.
0: <laughs> is it fourth one? Yeah.
1: Um, but no the the Metal Gear Solid franchise is another one that kind of I think is forgotten that it is very much a mecha series like uh, because. Most of the emphasis is on this kind of stealth action,
0: yeah.
1: uh, game. Uh, but at its heart and soul, like, uh, a big, like, conflict is the proliferation of these mecha suits and eventually, like, they're replacing soldiers and,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and stuff like that. And then they get hacked and, oh, we're going to do the Cold War real quick, but with giant sure. mecha. And, uh, no, that that is definitely a fascinating franchise to check out, uh, especially if you're. It's a, it's a little heady. Uh, yeah, I think. It was That on your
2: was on PlayStation One first.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh I, I played it, the first one. It's a franchise like if if you do decide to go uh, try those games out and you've never uh, played them before, uh, just a word of caution that. The, the mechanics, the actual, like, playing of the games is very challenging through the early games. By the end, I, like, by the, the fourth game, I would even say, like, they really nailed the controls finally.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like playing the original Tomb Raider, trying to play that again, it's just like, this doesn't make any sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, and it's hard, like, like, uh, that game, the the stealth mechanic, like you're running around Alaska and you leave footprints in the snow. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're not careful, the guards are going to see your footprints. And go, whose footprints are these? I mean, and suddenly, oh, yeah. <laughs> you
0: have of to hide these boxes. And yeah,
1: yeah. But uh, it, it's still a great franchise. It really, it survives on its ego. But I don't mean that in a bad way. Like it really, you know entrenches itself in this, this world that it creates where where characters are, like, larger than life and they have crazy code names like Vulcan, Raven, and he's got a giant Gatling gun.
0: What's the one, <laughs> Ocelot? A, Something Ocelot?
1: Revolver Ocelot. Ocelot. Yeah, that's
0: great. Ocelot. What a great De- name.
1: <laughs> Decoy Octopus. Yeah. Psycho Mantis. I do
0: love their names.
1: Liquid Snake. Was Psycho oh,
0: Mantis oh, the one you had to beat by turning off the PlayStation?
1: You you had to plug in the controller. Oh, that's to right. The second second port. port.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: That's a little spoiler.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that. It was like, how ah, the hell did you beat this guy? He knows all your moves, and it's yeah. You had to switch the controller to the second port.
1: Yeah, no, it was you the X Men memory part.
0: Yep, the X Men game is the one that uh, you had to turn off when you're fighting Mojo. I think it is. You had to actually turn off the system, and it's like what? You're like that's, what? It. yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Uh, good old days when they had inventive that... gameplay. Uh, what about Titanfall? Uh, anybody actually? Another... Did anybody actually play Titanfall? I've been I did. meaning
1: to. I know the. I, I know did. The first game. I was played a little
0: bit. Is that third person? Right.
2: So... It is third person. Yeah, yeah, because you can run on the walls and then yeah, you can jump on other
0: people's mechs and try and. Yeah, I've never played it. I was just curious. Is it?
1: Is it? Is it first person for part of it? And then third person?
2: Does it I don't think so. I think it's third person all the way.
0: It was like, uh... He- uh back in the... What was that, uh... What was that game? It's kind of like... Not Halo. What's the other game that came out at the same time? With those big, muscular guys. Same kind of game, where it's third over-the-shoulder kind of gameplay. Anyways, that was... Uh,
1: Gears of War? Gears
0: of War, yeah. That's what it yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, so it was very much Gears of War. Yeah, that's what I thought. Where you, you're sticking to... you yeah, trying to stay to cover and then jumping on mix and trying. I've never played it, but I've just seen it played. I was just curious yeah, I enjoyed play.
2: it. I mean, I didn't enjoy it enough to keep playing it. Yeah,
1: you know,
0: <laughs> because
2: it was a shooter. I, yeah.
1: I I do believe that the second game does have a lot more single player content.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. So if you if you yeah, uh, and that's the thing. Like, there was not an option for me just to play by myself because you know the all-, all multiplayer time, it just sucks.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: And playing so, kid thirteen year olds who just beat you all the is no fun. So exactly. speaking
1: of like the third person action uh genre and, and whatnot, we've got a we've actually got quite a few entries in the mecca um franchise. So you got things like armored core. Yeah, um, that's right. The the Gundam versus uh game series and Oh not about Armored Core. I
2: played Armored Core on the PlayStation too.
1: Yep. Uh, I did as well, like, uh, I think Armored Core 3 was, was my favorite, which was PlayStation 2. Um, sadly I think that one, that franchise has really kind of gone the way of the Dodo. I, mm-hmm. I can't think of the last time I've heard about Armored Core. Um but it was a really fun, uh, game series, like it was, you know, the kind where you have all the different parts and you really get to customize your mech. Uh, and then taking into battle, I had a, a full, like, campaign, uh, to play through single player. I had some split screen, uh, multiplayer, just kind of, uh, matchups. I remember reading in, like, PlayStation Magazine, like, they had competitions for Armored Core. Yeah. And they would show, like, what the builds were that the, the com- competitors and, and how well they placed. So I'm like, this is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> um, but, uh, I'm trying to think the. I'm trying to think of all the Gundam. Well, isn't, uh, isn't there a uh,
2: almost like a fighting game with Gundams? There is a fighting game. I played that with my nephew. I can't remember what it was called. Yeah, because right around the
1: time when Gundam Wing came, was back yeah, up. and it was yeah, like, it comes, yeah, yeah, there was the the 2D uh like a Street Fighter esque Gundam Wing game. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah, yeah that that definitely existed.
2: Because <laughs> that was all because I yeah, I saw him playing, I'm like me. Are you playing Gundam? And then he looked at me like I was an idiot. Like, yeah, that's Gundam. Now. Like, how do you know Gundam?
1: <laughs>
2: that cartoon, you were, you know, I was just a hair older than you when that cartoon came out.
1: <laughs> Gundam has found its way into all sorts of different genres. Like it, in the early uh, days of like the Nintendo even, uh, they had like uh, a lot of SD Gundam games. And it was SD mostly just to, to simplify the graphics, um, but I know I've played a couple ports of Japanese, o- a lot of, unfortunately it was a lot of Japanese only games, they never made it stateside, but where you could play, uh, through like the story of, uh, you know, the first Gundam series where, but you're controlling like where your characters are going and fighting zakus and stuff and then you switch to like a different stream where it becomes more of an action game, um, and and then you've got like the Gundam Dynasty Warriors series. Um, I know I mentioned Gundam Versus earlier. There's Gundam Breaker, is uh, basically the um, the video game version of the Build Fighters games <laughs> or the Build Fighters TV uh, anime. Yeah, and then uh, I know I've got the. Um, Uh, 0081 was a Japanese import Gundam game uh, where it takes place kind of between shows, but it's much more of like a real mech, like a mech warrior kind of game, but in the, you know, uh, the the Universal Century timeline.
0: That's cool. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, Japan, I'm sure there's tons. Uh, The fighting game I'm thinking of is called Battle Assault, Gundam Battle Assault.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, But yeah, like I looked up Ja- uh, Gundam video games and there's like hundreds of them, but like yeah. you say, most of them are just in Japan. Like arcades, there's like 30 arcade cabinets. Like we n- we never got that over here.
1: No, the closest you guys have was uh, the BattleTech pods.
0: Yeah, yeah, which was pretty they much still just MechWarrior Warrior too. <laughs> yeah, they still show up at Gen uh, Con. Yep.
1: I think there were some at um, um, uh, the Ohio. Origins. Origins, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I I think
0: they're, they're around, from around the, that area, I think. That's why you get them. They're from the Chicago kind of area, I think, so.
1: Yeah.
0: All the Midwest, you get the pods showing up. Cause they, they don't travel too far because, can you can imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a it's pain in the butt. All. I, we were, uh, not last Gen Con, Gen Con before, we were, uh, setting up for Mantic right near them and just seeing what they had to do to set up those pods, like to, they're all networked through old computers and trying to. Uh, uh, they had a, such a hard time trying to troubleshoot all the problems with them. At the time, they're cutting edge, but they're probably thirty years old now. <laughs> right.
1: It's
0: pretty amazing. They're still cool though.
1: But, oh uh, yeah. So there's there's a, a, a plethora of games out there, especially Gundam.
0: What, what about <laughs> okay. VR? You get some VR games. <laughs> That's the future. Yes. Yeah. It would be nice to see some VR going on, but I don't know if we have any. Do we? Yeah, you go to Steam. If you go to Steam, I bet you find some VR net games.
1: I think there's some on Steam. I want to say there's a, there might be a couple on the PlayStation Four, because mm-hmm. um, I know there's there's at least one like space combat VR game that that's always intriguing. I can't think of the name of it right now, but uh, I, I think that would be that would be a really fun thing to see is. Is a, a nice big variety of of mecha games uh, kind of making their their way to the forefront again.
0: Yeah, I would definitely like to see a little more RPGs. And does Pacific Rim have an RPG? Does Pacific Rim have any video game? They probably do. I'm sure they probably had one. They have
2: one tabletop.
0: Oh yeah, well, you have it. Not RPG. You have the the.
1: They have a tabletop or yeah, uh, I'm board about a board a
0: no, not world. that, not that I know of. Yeah, that, that would be, uh, cause it does that'd have a pretty really rich cool. world, yeah. That's, yeah, that's a colorful world. It's already sculpted out in, in two good, two decent movies. And it's, uh, it has a lot of, like, underground, like, especially the second one, where you really see people, like, fighting for the resources and trying to, to break into places to steal stuff, to make their mechs better, kind of. That, that would be fun. You could do that'd that, be, or even yeah.
2: the, the underground market for kaiju.
0: Yeah, 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 you could go out and try to, yeah. That, that's that'd an be idea.
1: A really compelling mechanic too of, of the um, the two pilot system, mm-hmm. and it's like okay, you know this is our compatibility, this is our, yeah. you this is our strength. Out, you
2: our, have to figure out a drift system. So
1: that's so if cool.
2: You're, the is really into making own RPGs. Have at it.
0: You
1: can, Yeah, yeah. Even if you have
0: you're NPC right. with drifting, or you even could. two players. Yeah, that'd be
1: fun. Shoot it over to Guillermo, and he might go for it and help you. That guy uh, seems to like to go for crazy things.
0: Well, it's also uh, Legendary owns it, and uh, Legendary oh. also owns Geek and Sundry, which are obviously big on tabletop games. So uh, there is definitely a crossover. If if someone actually made that game, and they probably could sell it to Legendary pretty easily.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think there is a Pacific Rim game that came out with the first movie. Yeah, I would be was surprised. Just kind of like a. Ooh. Not not two D battle game, but it was kind of like a all right. It's it's a you know it's Gypsy Danger versus a kaiju. You just kind of redo the fights, mm-hmm. but you know as a video game. Oh yeah, it's like a fighting game. It's i It looks
0: yeah. really great, but I'm sure it's pretty simple. Three yeah. It's for Xbox three sixty.
1: Yeah, so it's a uh, it's been a, a little while.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a a video game. Out there for, and I'm just looking here online, and there's a lot of Reddit questions about anyone who's got a role playing system for Pacific Rim. <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 definitely a
0: open market. A-
1: yeah, yeah. Well, cool. I think this has been a really fun discussion. If uh, anyone in the comments below, while wow, my cat is, <laughs> I've got a new kitten, and he is trying to be a spider monkey. Um, <laughs> jumping all over my apartment. Um, but uh if anyone has any uh examples of, of games that kind of you know fit into a, a fun or unique genre that we haven't covered yet, uh by all means leave leave comments in the section below. I know there's you know a whole bunch of other uh like turn based uh mecha games like Into the Breach mm-hmm. um, and and you know even as a newer game uh, I know there's there's plenty of classics that you know we haven't mentioned on the show that are, are likely to be out there. Um, like like I think there's even some Japanese like Macross games. Uh, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, there's definitely that, I know there was cabinet games for uh, Macross and Robotex. Yeah, yeah. so. Kind of like um, Galaga or not Galaga. Um, R-Type. There's one that came very oh, yeah. much like R-Type. And another one, Top Down, which is more like uh, 1942 or some of those games. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's but definitely yeah, it, those.
1: The RPG seems to be the the one <laughs> yeah. kind of elusive one, uh, but I know they're out there. And so, if anyone in the comments, like you know, has some, some really neat examples of of mecha within their, their well,
2: RPGs, if you yeah, if you have even heard of an RPG that's mech based that we never even heard of,
0: yeah, let us know for sure because that'd be interesting that stuff. Uh, there's so many, especially with Steam nowadays, there's so many games out there that are like not AAA titles that you never hear of. Like even Into the Breach, I would never heard of that if Pat didn't introduce me to it. So it's, I'm sure there's games out there we don't know of that are interesting and fun. So let us know, please.
1: Yeah. And then I was just thinking about that the other day. Like I added a whole bunch of like mecha type, uh, games on, on, to my Steam wish list, mm-hmm. uh, that are, that are even just like, Hey, you, you control a stompy robot that's moving across the screen, you know, like in a, like a metal slug-esque mm-hmm. uh, kind of game. So they're definitely out there, and we would love to know more more of them. So feel free to, to leave us a message in the comments. And share with our with our friends. But with that, I think we are gonna wrap up the episode. Let's head to the X-Fill.
2: Let's X-Fill out of here.
1: Okay. I watched Terminator Dark Fate. Oh, did you? It's good. Oh, yeah? You liked it? I really liked it. I haven't seen it. I don't know if that's going to be included in the show, but check out Terminator Dark Fate. Uh, if you like Terminator 1 and 2, I think you'll like Dark Fate. Um. Anyway, next, Phil. This is the part where I stop talking about stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
0: stop talking about Terminator movies. <laughs>
1: and uh, we start putting a wrap on things so thank you guys for for checking out the the podcast and uh, you know rate and review us wherever you find us We can follow us on on Twitter uh, we're on Facebook as well we got a fun fun little social group there that we like to to uh, discuss all sorts of things um, you know if you if you're interested in a game or you have an idea, drop by in the community I'm sure we've got we've got plenty of folks that uh, are going to be welcoming and encouraging uh, for whatever you got to share so yeah 100% cool well with that uh, wow year two huh
0: yeah that's amazing
1: going on to year three
0: Oh boy. Yeah, we'll definitely have to reach out to some uh, sponsors. We need we need to get some club uh, <laughs> given to us. material, guys, <laughs> shout to us <laughs> again. Anybody, yeah, jeez,
1: the Cav guys, that'd be sweet. Um, you know, I love seeing all the updates from them. One of these days, I'll play that game system. It looks like a lot of fun. It um, is a lot of fun. But yeah, so if you know anybody that'd be willing to sponsor our show. <laughs> We, we're or not even an episode. Put us in contact. Yeah.
0: We're not uh, Beyond Begging.
1: <laughs> no. We'll sell out in
0: an instant. Don't even tempt us.
1: <laughs> yes, we've already sold. Yeah, yes. we wish. <laughs> You've said hello. Yes, we'll do it.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: But, uh well, yeah, we, you know, we'd love to do some, some more stuff uh, with our community, I think, in the future. Uh, we got a lot of great content uh, going forward here, so... With that, I think we'll put a wrap on this. So I've been Brian.
2: I've been Chopper, and I'm Rob.
1: Thank you all for joining us. Have Thanks a great night,
2: you guys. Again soon. Hopefully, we won't let the
0: the COVID let us forget to let you guys know we have dropped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not just because you we we dropped on the right time, and you just didn't post it. That's what I'm saying.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's always the first of the month, people. First yeah, so month. if your
2: feeds are correct, then you don't need us. But if you're waiting for us, uh, then prepare to be
0: this one. Yeah, just <laughs> subscribe. It's a lot easier. This has been Mobile Armor Radio. Join our Facebook group by searching for Mobile Armor Radio. Find us on Twitter, at Radio. Find us on iTunes and visit our website, mobilearmorradio.podbean.com. Join us on the first of every month for more Mecha discussion.